0: Holly.
1: What's the time?
0: Why? Well, Has the bell gone? What do you mean? The bell, before we go in. (laughs) Like school? No. (laughs)
1: Well, (laughs) yes. (laughs) You got the tickets? No. I forgot them. Mary. No, they're somewhere. Oh, here they are. (laughs) I had this dreadful feeling you weren't coming. Did you? Yes. Well, I'm here. I've never been to the opera before. You said you'd been twice. I was lying. I was trying to impress you. Come on. I am excited. Yes, I can see. Well, you just want to keep
0: a control on that. What? Well, you know, excitement. Bad for you. Oh? Yeah, it ages you. I read about it. I can't remember the details, but the word secretions was in it somewhere. (laughs) I'm sorry to have to tell you. So just lock it up. Lock it away, Polly. That's what most of us do.
1: Are you all right? Yes. Have you been crying? Of course not.
2: your tea, sir? No. The manageress told me to ask you.
3: Well, you've asked me.
2: She said to tell you we aren't a waiting room.
3: And you sense that I'm waiting, is that it?
2: She said that if you... Excuse me. Here's your tea, Uncle. I'm sorry. I didn't realise. And a donut. Ah. It was the manageress. That's quite all right. We understand perfectly, don't we, Uncle?
3: Oh, quite.
2: (laughs) Excuse me.
1: Well
3: uh Are you uh Polly Burton? That's right.
1: I'm sorry for the way that woman spoke to you.
3: Oh, see it from her point of view. A disgusting old man stinking out her A B C. But all the same. <laughs> and a doughnut. Ah. Uh, may
1: I sit? Yes, please,
3: please. <clears throat> oh, it's <that's> very good. <laughs> and uh the subterfuge uncle.
1: You didn't uh, mind.
3: Oh, on the contrary. In fact, As all children know, lying has its own exhilaration. (laughs) Uh, Miss Burton. Yes? You asked to see me.
1: I did, yes.
3: Yes, I wondered. I inquired. You're a journalist. I don't give interviews. I wouldn't interview you. So what do you want?
1: I have inquired about you. Uh, A colleague on the crime desk told me that despite your appearance... (laughs) Yes, yes. You know more about unsolved crimes than anyone else he could think of.
3: I see. And this flushed expression. I assume your interest is not merely professional.
1: I had a friend. Well, more than a friend. A, a sister, almost. Name? Mary Hazeldean. Ah. I want to know what happened to her. I, uh... I need to know. Have you ever had such a friend?
3: Personally? Uh, no. Well? Well what? Can you help me? Mm.
1: Well, I loved it. Was it good? What? The opera. Was it good? I don't want to like something if it wasn't good. Yes. It was good. You can relax. Mm. Although, what? Nothing. What? On <laughs> your
0: face, <laughs> Mary.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, tell me,
1: what did you like best? Mm, everything. I see. All right. I'm a journalist, you know. I can, I can write a line or two. Mm-hmm. Um, the death scene left me panting for more. Left you panting for. <laughs> No, maybe not. <laughs> you were crying. Hmm? At the end. Was I? Yes. How are things? Oh, <laughs> things. I mean, you and John. Yes. Yes,
0: well, how long have you got? You know what tears are, don't you? It's when God wants to make a pearl necklace. No, no, I'm wrong, actually. They're, um... They're secretions, that's what they are. Holly,
1: hold my hand.
3: What was she like?
1: Beautiful. Funny. Quick. I laughed a great deal in her company.
3: Hmm. Was she happy?
1: Not all the time. No, uh... No one's. Have you heard of her case?
3: Oh, yes. Yes, i followed it.
1: She had auburn hair. What? You weren't to call it red. You see, it was... it was auburn. It was the one feature she prided herself on. She wore it long. When she hated herself, when she found fault with what she thought was her lack of whatever, talent, good looks... She would always take pride in her hair. She hadn't uh, She hadn't always great confidence in herself, you see. But oh, that hair.
0: Emma, how do I look? Nice, ma'am. Nice. Very nice. I'm going out with my husband, ma'am. Well, I uh, I won't be back till this evening. Yes, ma'am. Is this hat right? It looks nice. Um Yes, ma'am. Will he be eaten later? I don't know. Ma'am? Well, after the opera, Mr. Hazeldean may take me to a restaurant. What do you think my chances are?
2: Fair to meddling, ma'am. Yes, you're
0: right. We shall see. Oh, why can some women wear hats? Why do I always look stupid in a hat? Why do I always look
2: stupid, mournful? But your hair, ma'am, is lovely.
3: A happily married young woman prepares to go out to her dressmaker prior to an evening in the company of her attentive husband. Is that it?
1: You know it isn't.
3: You come to me, you say you want something. Perhaps you do, perhaps you don't. Because what we want and what we say we want are frequently different. It comes down to this. admission. What a person will admit and what they won't. And often what they take away with them is not what they came for. So, Polly Burton, are you still asking? What happened?
2: Mr. Errington to see you, ma'am. Oh. It's raining,
4: Mary. Are you aware of that? March. I loathe March. Are you going to give me a drink?
0: It's 11 o'clock in the morning, Frank. Yes. A whisky for Mr. Errington, please, Emma? Yes, ma'am.
4: And put this coat to dry, will you? Yes, sir. There. The weather discussed, duty done. An Englishman may turn his mind to more important concerns. Frank. You're going out?
0: This afternoon. With your husband? I hoped I'd made it clear.
4: What? You're going to talk about the letter you sent me, aren't you? Uh, may I sit down? I hope. May I?
0: Look, it is wrong of you to come here. Wrong? It is bad of you. Oh,
4: my God. What? The word bad, it's so childish, so beguiling. Your letter hurt me. Our friendship. Yes, that's right, that's it, our friendship.
0: I know. What I'm,
4: do you know? That
0: you're upset, mm-hmm. angry.
4: Yes, upset, angry, try wounded. No. Try broken brokenhearted. We
0: were just friends, Frank. We were, we were... Then why am I... furious?
2: Your whiskey, sir?
0: See if Mr. Errington's coat is dry, Emma. He's leaving.
3: You knew about Errington, did you? I knew... of... Errington, yes. Oh, 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 spare me.
1: Don't judge her. All right. What
3: happened on the train? There was a witness.
5: Is this train going east? Uh, excuse me, madam. Uh, excuse me. Yes? Uh, is this bus yours? Oh,
0: yes. Well, thank you. I'm ridiculous. (laughs) But I don't don't know where I dropped it.
5: Uh, By the gate. uh, I saw you going through. Oh.
0: Well, to complete the impression of complete idiocy that I'm giving you, does this uh, train go to Aldersgate? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Oh, then I'm all right.
2: (laughs) All
0: aboard! Are you going this way too? I am. Uh, May I help you up? Thank you. (laughs) My pleasure.
1: (whistles) What did he see?
3: Hmm? Mr Campbell. What he was supposed to see. Nothing else. For a start, his nose was in the paper. Gower Street!
1: What are you doing here? Who was it? Campbell saw him, didn't he?
3: Yes. But there's a problem. Do you think you could describe that man, that man who's just left here, Polly? Who? There was a man sitting near you, yes? He's just gone out. Describe him. Don't. Well, you saw him. Yes. Well, describe him. What do you want me to say? Was he tall or short, dark, fair? Can't you tell me? Of course I can. Well, then. I should say that he was of medium
1: height. Would you know
3: him again? Would you recognise him if you saw him in a week's time?
1: I don't know. I might.
3: Exactly. We have no way to describe or remember the humdrum features of the ordinary citizen. The average Englishman, shall we say. A man who dresses like hundreds of others, who speaks like them, who has no peculiarity. Try to describe him, to recognise him a week hence. Now that was Mr Campbell's problem, Polly.
6: Mr Hazeldean? Yes. Come in, sir. You'll sit down. Who are those um, people outside? Oh, a few misguided citizens. I feel sorry for them. Well, don't. They come every time. The presence of a corpse seems to excite them. Can you believe that? So your note said you believe you can identify the body found on the train this afternoon. You'll come with me then, sir. The doctors say she didn't suffer much. There is, however, a certain contortion of the features. I understand. Well, sir,
7: it's my wife. It's Mary. Got to go. Why? Mary. What? I've got to collect the tickets. For tonight? Yes. Have you forgotten already? I love you.
3: Was that true? What? She loved her husband. Yes. And he? What do you mean? Well, did he return this affection?
1: I can't say. I think so.
3: You were at the inquest that followed.
1: Of course. His face. I remember his face. So pale. Such terrible suffering. The poor. Did he love her? Yes, he did.
5: Mr. Hazeldean, the court is aware of the great difficulty under which you must be labouring today yet we must in law ascertain certain facts regarding your wife and your marriage.
7: I understand.
5: How long had you been married? Six years. You had no children? No. Would you describe your marriage as being a happy one? Yes. I'm sorry. Now the question of your wife's health, generally was she...
7: Perfectly healthy. She'd done just recovered from the influenza treated by the doctor.
5: But at the time of her death, Mr. Hazeldean, your wife was perfectly healthy? Yes. And I must ask you, if you describe for the jury the... uh, if you could give some indication as to your wife's emotional condition at the time of her death?
7: I don't... uh... I don't understand.
5: Well, Mr. Hazeldean, it is our job to determine cause of death and to discover whether your wife died from natural causes or by her own hand. No. Of course I understand. My wife, I...
7: it is unthinkable that she...
5: no! I must tell you that amongst her belongings, in her bag, an empty bottle was found. I have a medical report, an analysis of what that bottle contained. It contained a poison, prussic acid. We need to ascertain from you, since you were closest to her, her state of mind just lately, and in particular, on the last day of her life. Do you want to step down for a moment?
3: No. No.
7: It did seem to me at times that my wife was not um, was not always herself. Until recently, she was the brightest, gayest companion. Until recently? The last few months. Um, sometimes I would come into a room and uh, catch an expression before she saw me.
5: How would you describe that expression? As though she was uh,
7: brooding over something. And the cause of this? She did not communicate to me.
5: Would you like to take a sip of water?
7: Thank you. It's um, just that on that morning when I was leaving for work, she seemed perfectly happy. Um, her old self again. We'd arranged to go to the opera, which she uh, which she loved. And how did she respond? She was delighted. She said she would do some shopping in the afternoon and meet with me later.
5: I have one final question, Mr. Hazeldeen, for which I apologise. Was there... did your wife have any friendship which perhaps you knew of, perhaps disapproved of? No. No
7: one? No one.
5: No one who might have made your wife unhappy?
7: No. I've said no.
3: Gower What are you doing
0: here?
3: Everyone knew he was lying. About what? About a third person. Why should he? Well, they didn't know that. They just knew he was. Delicacy. A wish to preserve his wife's reputation. Eh, Polly? Do you want another cup of tea? Hmm? What? I don't think I can tell you more. What do you want, Polly?
1: I want to know how she died.
3: Ah. No, oh, what are they called? What? Those doughy spirals, currents throughout, topped by shards of frosted sugar. Chelsea Buns. Oh. Yes, yes, Chelsea Buns. Well, well. Let's see what we can find.
1: Uh, excuse me.
3: Chelsea Buns. Polly, I feel we're getting somewhere.
8: Dr. Jones? Uh, Death was due to the action of prussic acid, which caused instantaneous heart failure.
5: Then I understand, Dr. Jones, that the deceased died by prussic acid poisoning.
8: That's correct.
5: And that, in your opinion, the lady caused her own death by taking that drug? Oh, no. What?
8: I didn't suggest that.
5: But she died from prussic poisoning? Yes. And a bottle that had once contained prussic acid was found in her bag? Yes. Well, then.
8: We found no prussic acid in her stomach, not one trace. In other words, however it was administered, it was not swallowed. What other method might have been used? Injection is the obvious possibility. You're suggesting that this young woman, in full view
5: of two other passengers, took out a hypodermic needle and injected herself with a fatal poison?
8: I'm not suggesting that. I'm telling you she did not swallow the poison it was injected. When or how, I couldn't say. Is that
3: nice? Mm.
1: Aren't you going to tell me?
3: I said, very nice.
1: No! I mean, how did she die?
3: What do we have so far? A young woman and her husband arranged to meet for the opera one evening. She intends going to a dressmaker's first. She wants to look nice. Yes, yes. She is concerned to look nice for her husband, from whom she has been estranged. And during which estrangement? She has, shall we say, strayed from the conventional path of marital rectitude.
1: She had a friendship?
3: Um, yes.
1: She was alarmed. Why? She realized Errington was making demands.
3: At an unexpected meeting in the morning before she left, she had told Mr. Errington their relationship was over.
1: Yes, but he
3: wouldn't accept it.
4: Angry? Yes, upset, angry. Try, wounded. No. Try, broken hearted. We were just
0: friends, Frank. We were. We were. Then why am I. Furious!
2: Your whiskey, sir?
0: See if Mr. Errington's coat is dry, Emma. He's leaving. Yes, ma'am.
4: How dare you treat me like this? Frank. I will not be dispensed with. I will not be got rid of like a damn toy or something.
0: Like a what? <laughs> I'm sorry. How dare you? No, I know, I know. It's absolutely unforgivable. Well, if you'd said, like an old bicycle, I would have been all right, but oh, there's something about it... the word toy. I mean, you would
4: never... I am serious. You played with me. No. Yes, you did.
0: No, I didn't. I I was lonely. And? Uh, well, I asked you for friendship. Oh, really? Well, what do you say?
4: Friendship between a man and a woman. Yes. That's all? 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 I would rather a self-confessed harlot than this act. No. If we were so innocent, why are you so anxious to get rid of me? What's the problem, eh? Invite me to tea? Why not? Why not? Because you know, eh, Sister Mary, what was between us. Little Miss Butter won't melt in my mouth. You know. It doesn't suit you now, but you know. And I won't let you
3: forget. So how was she feeling when she left the house? Elated. Elated? Yes. Unburdened. Perhaps. A trouble solved. You make her sound callous. No, no. No, I don't think she was. But she was human. She wanted a smooth path back to her husband's affections, yes? Errington had been dismissed. She was elated because she knew her husband would be relieved. For he knew, didn't he? He knew.
5: And how did Mr. Hazeldean seem? Sir? When his wife went out with Mr. Errington?
2: Well, quiet, sir. Quiet? Yes, sir. As though it made
1: him sad. Yes. He was pleased it was over.
3: She told you that? Yes. And he confirmed this? What do you mean? When Hazel Dean spoke to you, he confirmed it. He is a friend of yours.
1: Since Mary's death...
3: I do not judge. A friend? But your interest... I don't understand. The reason for your inquiry... Is
1: for myself... I keep saying... I know.
7: I keep saying to myself, well, if I hadn't... You don't. I, if I hadn't arranged to meet her, if, if only I hadn't said... She, that... she got on a train. No, I... I know. But I... I feel responsible. you not. Oh, Miss Burton, it is good of you to come and see me.
1: No, not at all.
7: But I feel it might be better if I were alone.
1: Uh, I'm sorry.
7: Oh, no. I'm being rude.
1: Mr. Hazeldeen...
7: You were her friend. Yes. Tell me about her. What... what shall I... You know what I want? I want to hear someone say her name. Someone else. Please. Just say it.
3: The coroner pronounced his verdict, death in suspicious circumstances. Soon afterwards, the police went to Mr. Errington's flat, but he was not there. The janitor told them he had left for France en route for South America. Why South America, the policeman asked. To collect plants, said the janitor. Plants, said the policeman. Yes, it's where they have a lot of them, said the janitor. Plants, said the policeman. No, poisons, said the janitor. It's Mr. Errington's hobby. Inside Errington's flat, they found a fully equipped laboratory. In one bowl on the workbench, there were traces of prussic acid. Errington was picked up at Marseille and charged with being concerned with her death. There not being enough evidence for any weightier charge. Now, you know all this. Yes. Then tell me again, what was Mary thinking when she got on the train? How do I know? I think you do. You were her intimate. Yes. You were her friend. You were closer to her than her husband was. That's what you're doing here. That's what you want to know. What killed your friend? You aren't satisfied with the trite answers of the court offered. You want the truth. You're burning for the truth, aren't you, Polly? Polly.
1: I told you. She was happy.
3: She dropped her purse. So? She was flustered. Was she? Possibly. But everything was all right. Her husband's affections had returned.
1: I have explained. Why won't you tell me? Who was the man that got on the train? I have asked you.
3: Polly, don't you know?
8: What are you doing here? On the afternoon of March the 18th, Mr. Campbell, you were a passenger on the Metropolitan Line? Yes. Would you tell the court exactly what you saw? Yeah, I was
5: sitting in the compartment. There was a, a young woman opposite. Can you identify this woman? Well, I didn't know her at the time, but I saw the photographs in the paper. It was the uh, young woman who uh,
8: who died. It was Mrs Hazeldeen? Yes. You were in the compartment with the deceased on the afternoon that she died? Uh, yes. There's no question of that? Well, She spoke to me. She spoke to you? Yes, yeah, she said uh, she
5: asked me if the train went to Aldersgate. She, uh, she dropped her purse. I returned it and we
8: exchanged a few words. You were alone in the compartment?
5: Yes, uh, until Gower Street. A man got into the compartment. He seemed to know the lady and went and sat opposite
8: her. Did she know him? Oh, yes. Uh, can you remember what the man was wearing? Uh, a tweed suit, cheque
5: uh, and a baller hat.
8: Now, Mr Campbell, I'm going to ask you a very important question. Upon your answer, the life of a man may well depend. Can you describe the man you saw?
5: Um, well, he was medium height. He wore a moustache. Not very fair, not very dark. His hat was over his head, so I couldn't say about the shape of the head exactly. Oh, and his hair at the sides. Yes. A sort of brown colour.
3: The stranger gets off the train. Campbell and Mary are now alone in the compartment. Soon, very soon after that, he notices that her eyes are closed. I'm sorry. He wants to copy something from his newspaper, but he has nothing to write on. He sees something by her feet.
5: Excuse me, miss. Is this piece of card yours by any chance? I'm sorry to disturb you. I just wanted to uh, write something down from the newspaper. I can't find my notebook and can't...
8: Uh, sorry. Sorry to disturb you. You have that piece of card with you, Mr Campbell? Yes, You wrote on one side of it? Yes,
5: I took it home. It was only when I read of the young woman's death that I took it out and looked on the other side of it.
8: And what did you see there? A name written in pencil. Read that name out, please. Frank Errington. Mr. Errington, when did you last see Mrs. Hazeldean?
4: At 11 o'clock in the morning on the day of her death.
8: You didn't see her subsequently? No. You didn't see her on a train on the Metropolitan Line that afternoon? Absolutely not. Some comment has been made about your sudden departure for South America.
4: I know, but it it wasn't sudden. It was a trip I had planned for some months. The death of a dear friend couldn't alter it. What was the purpose of the trip? To collect plants. Plants? Yes.
8: With what purpose?
4: My hobby is toxicology. You make poison? Yes. Including
8: prussic acid?
4: Yes. It is a common poison.
8: Did you kill Mrs. Hazeldean? No, no, certainly not. Now, with regard to your relationship with Mrs. Hazeldean, were you, um. were, uh. were you intimate?
4: No, we were friends. Just friends.
1: He was lying. He was angry with her. Furious, he said. The. Uh, the maid heard him. He must have followed her, got on the train at Gower Street, and. and somehow. Killed her.
3: You seem relieved.
1: Do I? I don't...
3: In view of what happened... I am
1: angry about what happened. Is that hard
3: to understand? No, don't be angry.
1: What? She was my friend.
3: Like a sister. Hmm? What you said. Yes, yes. So you felt indignant at the court proceedings. More than indignant. Yes, incensed. You were incensed, weren't you? That Eddington could afford a good lawyer. And you hated it when this bespoke lawyer laid into poor Mr Campbell, didn't you?
2: yes,
6: yes. Mr. Campbell, you were on the train when this man sitting next to Mrs. Hazeldean got off?
5: Yes, I remember he shook the woman's hand and said au revoir. Au revoir? Yes. Was he French? I don't think so. They shook hands, she said, so formal, smiled. She smiled at him.
6: He got off. Uh, Mr. Campbell, would you not say that your description of the man you saw in the compartment was vague? No, sir. Uh, Medium height, a moustache covering his mouth hat concealing the shape of his head. Were there any of this man's features that you actually saw, Mr. Campbell? Uh, yes. I mean, we are searching around for anything that we might actually call visible. Well, his hair. His hair? His hair? Let's see what you've said about his hair. Protruding from the sides of his hat, his hair, which you describe as brown. Pushing aside the possibility that he was wearing a wig, that he was, let us say, a black-haired man or a blond haired man, let us venture so far as to say his hair actually was the colour he was so fleetingly caught a glimpse of, then what have we? A man with brown hair. Mm. I know what I saw. So do we. Not much. Did you attend an identity parade, Mr. Campbell? Yes. And what was the result of that? I believe the police thought it was inconclusive. Did they? Did you pick out my client? Well, Did you I... identify my client as the man who saw in the compartment? Not exactly. Not exactly? Did you identify my client as the man who saw or not? No. No. And you would call that inconclusive, would you? Now, it has been assumed that this man, whoever he was, caused the death of Mrs. Heselbead but the police have not said how. We are to believe that my client administered a fatal injection of poison to a woman in full view of other passengers, and that she made no struggle and voiced no surprise or pain, and that this man then calmly bid her goodbye and left the train. I submit that there is no case to answer.
1: And got him off? Yes. Don't you think it's abominable? This fawning paralysis people feel in the presence of the upper classes. Don't you want to scream? Don't you want to ask where is justice? Now, Polly. She murdered my friend.
3: You stopped asking. What? Isn't that interesting? You become emotional and you stop asking. Dear, sweet, comforting emotion. You came to ask a question, you said. Yes. You didn't. You came for vindication. What? You held a view. You wanted it proved. You wanted me to put my name to it. And then you could walk away content. I'd got to go. I haven't finished with you yet. How did she die? We know. How, I said. Not who. First, how. Not poison drunk from a bottle. Not suicide administered by public injection. How, Polly? Mr. Hazeldean. Sir. I apologize for making go over
6: this painful ground again, but the court needs to hear more of your wife's state of mind on the morning of her death.
7: As I said at the inquest, she had been a little, um, depressed. But that morning her old self had returned. Uh, She was bright.
6: She was looking forward to our evening together. And now I must ask you about my client's relationship with your wife? Oh, it was nothing. But some suspicion may remain. Could you clarify the relationship he is a family friend your friend then as well as your wife yes yes and did you believe that your wife and my client were having a an immoral relationship
7: absolutely not of course I didn't mr. Errington is my friend
3: and um, he was my wife's friend that is all do you know what the cynics say Polly there is only one crime naivety
1: Who are you talking about?
3: How did she feel that morning?
1: I've told you.
3: Elated, relieved? Yes. And you know this because she divulged her feelings to you? Yes. When?
1: The night before she died. She sent me a message. She she had something to tell me, she said. Something I would approve of.
0: Tell me! Well, last night he came home. Oh, Polly, he was so sweet. He apologised. He said we were to start again. We were... Well, we were to begin our life together again you believe him oh, well if you'd seen his face oh if you'd seen his face and look he gave me this ring to show you how much I love you he said for eternity oh it's beautiful yeah then he has one too he said to remember the love that I nearly threw away Mary I am very pleased for you tomorrow night we're going to the opera Polly, I had thought he didn't love me <laughs>
3: oh, I see what now, I see.
6: What are you doing? Here? Hello,
0: here, sit down. You weren't supposed to see me. I wanted to buy something.
3: That doesn't
0: matter.
3: Polly. No. You came to find out.
1: No. No. All right.
3: All right. If I show you. If I show you, Polly. hmm? We will imagine this to be the train compartment. What? You came to find out. What do you want? This is wrong. In what sense?
1: I asked for help. That's
3: right. But you didn't mean that.
1: You know, this visionary tone of yours, it's a mistake. It isn't at all attractive. You came
3: because you knew but didn't want oh, to know.
1: I see. Did you intuit this? How did you actually well, see Well, you this? can go if
3: you want, I said. Shush!
1: Sure, Just stop talking! <laughs>
3: you look wonderful.
7: No. Let me... Tell me, why are you wearing a hat? Mm?
0: Why? The hat. Well, what is it?
7: They haven't yet made the hat that you'd be allowed to hide your hair. Take it off. Here.
0: Oh, there's a pen.
3: There. Now, let me look at you. If I show you, if I show you, Polly, hmm? They sat opposite each other like us, like we are. She knew him, Campbell said. Face it, Polly. You remember when we were first married? Oh,
0: don't. What is it? We argued. We
7: argued, exactly. Our teething problems. Well, why not? No, look at me. We came through that, and that's why I'm optimistic. You? You're not an optimist. No, but I feel enormous hope now. All those things that make us small, all those concerns that make us curl up like little sea creatures in our shells. Oh, Mary. This doesn't sound like you. No, no, I know. I have been a wicked husband. No. Oh, yes, the only possible word. You are in my heart. It sounds the sort of thing a man wouldn't say, but a man who neglects what is in his heart is a fool. Such folly deserves to lose everything. John? But I woke up and looked in my heart, and there was your dear face. Are you making love to me? Yes. I think I am.
0: Well, stop, for you're arrested.
7: Do you love me? Yes. Do you love your poor fool? Yes.
3: There No. He stood up. You don't know it was him. You still don't. Au revoir, he said. What? I must go. Au revoir. I'll see you tonight. I'll see you tonight. Mr. Campbell heard these words. It was Hazel Dean who had bought the opera tickets. It was Hazel Dean who had arranged to meet her. It was Hazel Dean. All
1: right. Tell me. What? How?
3: He stands up. She stands with him. Come, I'll show you. Stand up. Stand up. I didn't know for sure until you mentioned the eternity ring. Goodbye, darling, he says.
1: What? Handshake? Rather formal, oh, you know me. Embarrassed in public.
2: Oh. oh, sorry. My ring.
3: Did it scratch you?
2: is your niece all right sir
3: what who your niece My. Uh, oh, oh yes 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 it's bad news i'm afraid my favorite aunt has just passed away
2: oh i'm very sorry hmm. can i get you anything
3: a uh, large pot of tea and meringues if you would uh, sit down sit down his ring a scratch barely a scratch but containing enough prussic acid.
1: Mr. Campbell didn't identify him.
3: An average Englishman seen for a few moments. Weeks passed before he would see Hazeldean again, and by that time the widower had grown a beard. Cover. He needed cover and time. He didn't expect Errington to be prosecuted, just enough suspicion to deflect, to give him time. You have another question? Do I? Why? You're going out. Yes. Yes. Well, just... To the opera?
7: Yes. The opera. How very nice. Please. How very nice to have found a way of escaping this marriage. <laughs> what do you think when you're sitting there? Do you forget? Yes. How wonderful. You know, that's why I drink. That's my opera, a bottle of whiskey. That is my covent garden. Because when I drink, I do not think of you. <laughs> do you hear me? I do not think of how I've thrown my life away on you. Hm? So, and may one ask who you were going with? could it be mr. Errington
0: no as a matter of fact it's not
7: oh then a new gentleman does that imply a new gentleman <laughs> oh she's crying oh dear she's crying here my handkerchief oh, it isn't very clean I oh then let me guess um Polly Burton hmm? Is that who? Polly? Dear Polly?
0: If I. I've been thinking. If we cannot live together. What? John. If we cannot live together, then surely we must live apart. I have an appointment with my solicitor. Or, well, we need to sort out. What? Well, everything. The money, John. Your will, my will. If we. Your will? Certainly. Everything changes. Is that not what they call divorce? That is what happens. We can't live like this. I can't. I can't anymore.
3: The money, you see? He was losing it.
1: Would you go to the police?
3: The police? Oh, yes. Yeah. The police like to be corrected by tramps. They'd lock me up for grievous bodily odour. <laughs> they wouldn't believe me.
1: What am I going to do?
3: About your friendship with Hazeldean? Yes. Well, I should move. Doesn't your paper have a branch in Manchester? And then? I don't understand.
1: And then what will I do?
3: Begin again, Polly. You're young? Begin again.
1: Does this story have a moral?
3: A moral you want? Oh, let's see. Um, Eat cakes, travel by omnibus, pity the young. Do you want some more tea? I think I ordered some. Uh, Ah, here it is.
2: What a tea for two, sir. And your eclairs. Eclairs? Yes, sir.
3: No, no, no. I said meringues.
2: Did you? Oh,
3: yes, quite clearly. Meringue, meringue, I said. Like the chime of a distant church bell. Meringue. Not eclairs. I couldn't possibly.
2: I'll change them.
3: Oh, thank you so much.
0: You know what tears are, don't you? It's when God wants to make a pearl necklace. Tears. No, no, I'm wrong, actually. They're, um, they're secretions, that's what they are. Polly, hold my hand.